Well, it made me appreciate people's noses. And welcome to another edition of Across the County. I'm Noah. Thank you so much for joining me. Well, we have a tremendous event coming up here at The Answer San Diego and K-Praise. Just going to be talking about that and what's in store for it. And I'm very excited about one of the guests that's going to be at the event. So first off, let's tell you what's going to be going on. K-Praise is going to be inviting you to two special events, and they're all on the same day, which is pretty amazing. Thursday, October 14th, we have the Pastor Appreciation Dinner and the Listener Event at Skyline Church. That's in Rancho San Diego. 4 p.m. is when we're going to have the day, the time to honor the pastors and the church leaders and their spouses because they do so much good for the kingdom of God here in San Diego. And so we need to take the time to honor them. But then a couple of hours later at 6 p.m., you, the listener, we are inviting you to join us, to join the pastors and those church leaders for this listener event, a very special time. And there's going to be lots of fun and entertainment, including my next guest, who I'm tremendously excited to talk to once again, it's been far too long. And of course, I am talking with the one, the only Nazareth. And he's the comedian that I find is probably funnier than just about anybody. You can check him out online, NazarethUSA.com. Of course, he's originally from the Holy Land, and he's been uh, honing his talents, if you will, for the last 25 years. And he even asked himself one day before he got big and got started, you know, what do I want to do in life that if I never got paid for it, I'd still do it to the best of my ability? And the first thing that came to his mind is probably making people laugh. And you know what? Laughter is indeed the best medicine. So let's welcome him to the show without any further ado. Nazareth, it's good to talk to you, my friend. I'm glad to have you back. Thank you so much for having me. I love San Diego. I love KPRZ and so good that we're coming back to do an event for uh, for you guys. I'm excited. I'm excited about it, too. I saw you for the first time at, I believe it was Maranatha Chapel a couple of years ago. I was able to meet you with my kids and see you for the first time. I had heard about you, but didn't realize how hysterically funny you really were. We'll get a couple of jokes, I'm sure, into the show here today. But uh, first off, if people haven't heard about you, they can go to your website, which is NazarethUSA.com. Tell us about your adventures in comedy and how how it got started and why it's actually so near and dear to your heart. And it even ties into your faith as well. Yes. I mean, I, I started doing comedy before I even uh, came to know Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Now, I, I was born in the Holy Land in Nazareth, Israel, and uh, to a Christian Greek Orthodox family, but I didn't know Christ in so, you know, moved to Kuwait when I was three because my parents moved there and uh, for work. And then when I was 18, 19, we, I moved to Toledo, Ohio to attend the University of Toledo. And I fell in love with this country. And, uh, you know, I've been here since 1984 and, you know, left Toledo, Ohio and moved to Southern California, where I've been for the last 30 some years. And I love California. I love, uh, actually, San Diego is the the jewel of California. I mean, I always tell people, I said, you need to come to California. It's the most beautiful state, but you need to go to San Diego because that's that's the beauty. Everything is beautiful. In, well, except like El Cajon or you know, little, <laughs> other parts. But other than that, it's a beautiful, beautiful uh, city. Uh, yeah, so I, I moved here in 19... 19- 
started doing comedy, God opened the door. Well, I didn't know that back then, but the door was so open. I was doing um, events with Chris uh, Rock and Adam Sandler and Kevin James and all these guys. And, and you know, NBC was looking into a sitcom called Fish Out of Water, Middle Eastern Man in America. And I was doing Vegas, Aladdin, and stuff was just happening so fast. And the drugs were great. The alcohol was great. The this, you know, the head was so big, you know, from being so proud of myself, mm -hmm. but my heart was empty. My, you know, there was this emptiness in my heart and I didn't know what it was because I was, everything I dreamt of was happening to me. And then, uh, someone invited me to church and he goes, Nazareth, I would like you to go to church with me. And I was like, of course I'll go. We gave you Jesus, you know, think about it. I said, I'm from Nazareth. We gave you Jesus. We gave you yeah. Christianity. I mean, what did other people give you? What did the Italian give you? Pizza? What did the French give you? The Statue of Liberty? What did the Chinese give you? Walmart? We gave you Jesus. <laughs> and and I was just thinking about this today, Noah. I was thinking, you know, as a Middle Eastern man, when I think of my own culture, the Arab Americans here in this country, and I don't want to be stereotypical, but I can because it's my own people. We give you a lot of bad stuff. We give you, we give you alcohol. We give you cigarettes. We give you everything that we sell you at the liquor store, a Seven Eleven, or a gas station. <laughs> we give you flammable fuel and all that. Uh, it's just horrible. But uh, that's just a thought that came to me, and I. But I, I am glad you gave us like, Jesus. I mean, at least, at least that we 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 had the one true gift, right? <laughs> I was just thinking of the the oil spill uh, two days ago. Mm. I mean, that's that's painful to a Middle Eastern who grew up in Kuwait where the oil was coming out. But uh, I'm thinking, you know what? It's four dollars seventy five cents a gallon. We had hundred twenty six thousand gallons of of oil spilled in Huntington Beach, and uh, four seventy five a gallon. Come on, you know what? Don't close the beach. Give us some buckets. Yeah, we'll, go go we'll fill up in Huntington, right? Yeah, I, I'm close to Huntington Beach. Give everyone a bucket and say, hey, go get that and throw it in your car and it will run great. And then we do we'll part of the cleanup at the same time. It's a win-win. We'll clean the whole thing in an hour. $475 a gallon, Noah. I not only shake the nozzle, now I lick it for $475 a gallon. That's, that's expensive. Yeah, we love California, uh, but it is pricey to live here. That is for sure. It is. It is. I mean, it's worth it when you're driving by the beach or you're on Pacific Coast Highway. But when you're, you know, when you're going to Bakersfield, you're going, why do I live here? <laughs> you know, it's interesting. This, this, this next weekend, as we record this, I'm actually making about a four-hour trip to Central California. My, my son's on a work trip up there, which then the company will remain nameless. But I'm going to drive up there to bring him back to San Diego for the weekend. And, uh, yeah, it's not so glorious in the middle of the state of California. Not as nice as San Diego. Yes, yes, yes. So, so anyway, so that's when I started, you know, I went to church and I was a comedian already. I decided to quit comedy because I didn't know how I can honor God and glorify God through my comedy. But then um, the pastor came to me from the church. He goes, Nazareth, you can't quit. You know, God created humor. Satan perverted it. You can do that. You know, you can do this to honor God. It just felt right away through the prayer of the deacons there that, you know what, 
uh, God wants me to use my comedy to honor him. And, oh, if I only knew that uh, 2020 and 2021 and COVID will be here, uh, I I would never guess that comedy can be that healing and that um, touching to people. In fact, when... When this thing happened, Noah, when uh, when we were asked to sit home and quarantine, uh, and back in March, I think 18th of 2020, I I sat home and go, okay, everybody's home, everybody's scared, everybody's nervous. What do I know to do? And I said, I can do comedy and I can encourage people. Mm. So I went to Facebook Live. I said, listen, people, hey, I'm here. If you want to join me, we're gonna just laugh for an hour or so and just do it for a couple of weeks until this whole quarantine is over. And I started doing two hours that day and doing my comedy. Then the next day I did more of my comedy than the third day. And after six hours of doing my material, I ran out and I, and I had about, you know, five hundred to a thousand views. I had hundreds of people watching and go, what do I, what am I going to do? So, I started asking the people questions. I said, "Listen, I know uh, you're, you know, you're you're stuck here. You're not doing anything. Why don't you just? I'm going to ask you a question, and I want you to be funny. You guys, everyone is funny in a way. So I started asking questions like, uh, what would be the worst name for a plumbing business? And then people would come up with Farrah Fawcett, uh, the number one. <laughs> These are people that." never done comedy they're not comedians and they started just uh, answering funny questions and then we'd put like hey comment a caption this picture or do this and ask different questions and people just you know they said this became the hour where they're not anxious they i bet you that interactive comedy naz was really just therapeutic for so many people because you hit the nail right on the head during this whole covid thing from beginning to where we are now Comedy may be the greatest medicine to help people in, you know, escape from reality. They can feel good. They can laugh. They can smile. Smiling so important. And when you do that interactive comedy, that's invaluable right there, my friend. You know what? You nailed it right You know, there when you said, you know what? It is. It takes their mind off what's going on. And that's that's the goal. See, a comedy is not, it's like Tylenol, does not fix the problem. It takes the pain away for a while so you can refocus. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I've been doing. And then, you know, as after a couple months, I'm going, wait a minute, this is, this is a free event. We know, you know, we don't get money for it. I, I said, uh, this is, you know, uh, this is taking a lot of time from my family because it's from like 8.30 at night till 9.30. But during the event, like the last uh, few minutes of each show, I go, hey, does anyone need prayer? If you have any prayer requests, we're not going to pray on the air, but I know the people who are watching or listening, they will pray for you. And uh, Noah, this this is just people that became their thing. You know, hey, uh, the next day people call, hey, how is your son doing? How did the surgery go? How was your meeting going? And people are praying. Did you get the job that you were, we were praying for you? And tonight will be show number 349. And without me knowing, there's a community of people love to laugh, but love to pray for others. And we've heard, we've seen so many healings, so many stuff. But And twice in the show, Noah, I had people call 
and really ready to commit suicide. They said, I'm done. One guy called, he said, uh, you know, in the comments, he said, I have two loaded guns. I'm ready to do it. And everybody on the show, like, please don't let you're important. There's people who love you. Don't know about Jesus loves you. There's a plan for your life and all that. And I pick up the phone. I, I mean, this is all live. Wow. On the phone. And then after I hanged up, found out his wife's, uh, you know, email, send her email, said, hey, you're, I know you're away, but your husband's doing Another lady from Canada, the same thing. It was just just a healing, healing for people uh, from their anxiety and their depressions and all that. And that's what's great, this live with Naz that people can catch on Facebook. And it's a nightly show. Again, you can catch this every night on Facebook, live with Naz. What time does it usually post here, Nazareth? It's 8.30 p.m. Pacific time. It's from 8.30 to 9.30. It's on under Comedian Nazareth fan page on Facebook. And what it does, we have all the shows. Like, you can even watch show number one two years oh, ago. Oh, great. People from Hong Kong, from Canada, from Dubai, from, uh, uh, you know, other parts of the country. A lot of people from the East Coast. It's probably midnight and 1 o'clock in the morning from Boston, from Pennsylvania. They stay up waiting for the show. So I want to encourage the listeners. If you want some laughter and some people that want to pray for you and lift you up, just join us every weeknight at 8.30. But what I'm excited about is to come to, um, you know, to San Diego on the 14th and do the KPRZ, you know, the event. Because, you know, uh, Noah, there's so many people that don't, uh, you know, leaders that don't understand. This is what we need right now. We need people to laugh again. Mm. To and laugh because it's God's medicine. It's healing for them. There was a time to weep and we wept already, but there's a time to heal. And that's what we, what we need. Yeah. The time for healing is definitely right now. And much like the live with Naz, which people can catch on Facebook, this event, this listener event on the 14th, we want everybody there at Skyline Church in Rancho San Diego. It's about community. Both these things are about community. It's about bringing people together, getting a group of people that have very different walks of life, but they can still come together. They can do it to laugh. They, at this event, appreciate the pastors that serve this great city, and they can encourage one another, which is what it is all about. We can heal together because as a nation, as a people, we have been through so much, Nazareth. Oh, Oh, we did. We did. It's it's crazy. And, you know, all this. I just, This is something I wrote the other day. And it's not in the Bible. I wrote it. I wrote it. It's the first epistle to the Californians. And it says, and when that day comes where you should cast your vote, the dead in California will vote first. Then those undocumented, then you who voted by mail, your ballot will be cast into outer darkness. For when Jesus comes, He's going to separate the sheep from the vaccinated. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was probably the the funniest joke I have heard in quite some time, because at the radio station, we deal with all of those issues. Oh, my. That's just gold, my friend. Gold. I, and people think, that's like, hey, I'm not political. I like, you know, I love to laugh. And this is not biblical. It's not in the Bible. I had some people say, I can't find this in the Bible. I said, there's no book called the Epistle to the Californians. I was looking for the Epistle to the Californians. It wasn't there. What what version of the Bible is this? (laughs) The Nazareth version. That's right. well, also, yes, Naz, yes. you have a, uh, a podcast. It's Laughter for All Podcast. I think people can find that on YouTube. And uh, what content can they find there? And how often is it post? 
Well, it's every Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. we go live. And, you know, yesterday I had Dr. Mark Sheehan, who's a cardiologist, who wrote a book called, uh, you know, uh, A Healing Prayer on Holy Ground. And he talks about people's last moments on earth, you know, and they're, you know, that there's the presence of the Lord there. Regardless of how, what they believe, even if they're atheists, there's God's presence to give them that last opportunity. And he talks about, and then we got into... What can you do for your heart to stay healthy? And he gave advice and he answered questions to people. The two weeks before we had comedians, we talk about comedy and comedians. They open up about their life and being real. I had Josh McDowell. I had uh, uh, Lee Strobel on the podcast. I've had Mrs. America. I had uh, Clark Bartram, who lives in San Diego. He's a you know number one fitness guy, guru. I mean, different people that can help uh, the listeners and the viewers. A wide range there, huh? It is a wide range. I mean, a lot of times we have comedians, but once in a while I bring someone who can. And we had a funeral home director. We've had, you know, a therapist, a psychiatrist, and we had a model. I had an atheist on the show who was a comedian to tell us about why he doesn't believe. Just, but it's not. It's not like laughing hard, but it's like you really get real with people. And a lot of times my guests start crying or they just open up. It's just amazing. I, and all the shows are on YouTube under Laughter for All podcast, or they can find it on the website, laughterforallpodcast.com. And it's just we want to we wanna bless people. I've always been about blessing people, and um, it's not about money for us, and we do the laughter. Uh, two days ago, we were in Lake Havasu City. We did a, a free comedy concert. We didn't ask for a penny, neither from the audience nor from the church. We said, hey, get the city together. They need to laugh. And we went there, and I did a laughter for all outreach. And 200 people stood up and made commitments to share Jesus with seven people in the next That's uh, great. one year. In 12 months, and five people came forward to give their life to Christ. So just people need to laugh. Pastors who are listening, leaders, you know, if you have a way of gathering people in one place, of course, keeping it safe, uh, well, people need to laugh. I've, I've been doing a lot of weekend services. In the last eight weeks, Noah, eight weekends, eight Sundays, I was in Colorado, Kansas, uh, uh, Chicago, and uh, Sacramento, and just different places because, you know, doing a weekend service to encourage people to have joy and laugh. I think the last time I saw you here in San Diego, it was with one of these laughter for all events at Maranatha. And it's great because you bring people together. People are laughing, side splitting humor ear, ear to ear. You're also able to bring a, a very serious message there uh, about why all of their lives are important. We can come together as a community and and, and share the gospel. And that's what it's all about right there at the end of the day. Exactly, because, you know, I can make people laugh. I've been doing this for a long time, but I, I can't give them joy. So I have to lead them to the source of joy. Otherwise, I, I'm cheating them. So I want them to laugh, but at the same time, I want them to show them who Jesus is and give them an opportunity to respond to him, because that, that's where true joy comes, especially in times like this where some people are going through hard times. Oh, yeah. You know, how can you? How can you have joy while you, you can have joy even you go through the valley of the shadow of death? Because he's with you. He can be with you. And if you don't know him, 
then it's difficult. I, I can't believe how people went through this whole pandemic uh, without the hope of heaven, the hope of Christ, knowing that the Lord cares and loves them and and knows what they're going through even before they they ask for it. I mean, we lost ninety percent, ninety some percent of our work uh, in last year. Oh yeah, but God, so good. God was so. Oh, He provided in ways, Noah. That I wasn't even, you know, I love it. One of the most encouraging things to people is like, God's ways are different than our ways. And and we have to remember that. I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of the times we pray, I'm guilty of this as well. And I'll pray and I'll be like, you know, God should be on my timeline. These are things I want. So God wants them for me. But that's not always the case. You really have to pray and think bigger than that because what God wants for your life is so much greater than you can possibly imagine. Amen. Amen. It's just, it's all about trusting him. If you trust someone, you're okay with whatever decision they make. If you know, if the judge is, is someone who loves you and cares about you and stuff, you just, whatever judgment he comes up with, it's okay. Because you know he cares and he loves you, and that's the best thing for you right now. Amen. I have two questions that I've wanted to ask you that I knew that I had to ask going into this interview before we hit the listener event once again. Uh, first off, COVID, obviously, it, it, for the last year and a half plus, it's been just uh, hard to get through, to say the least, for just about everybody in some way, shape, or form. What has the pandemic taught you as a person, as a believer, uh, that you may be a perspective you didn't have before the whole thing started? Well, it made me appreciate people's noses. I, I used to take <laughs> people's noses for granted. And then when everybody had to wear a mask, I could not, I could not see their, their, their faces. Yeah. So now I said when I see someone without a mask and, uh, also, I was sanitizing too much. I was uh, in the beginning. I was like concerned. I started sanitizing, and then I found out. You know, one time I got pulled over for a DUI, and I don't even drink, but my blood uh, alcohol level was so <laughs> high, and I had an open container of fuel. But seriously, I, it taught me that God can provide in ways that we can never expect. That's number one. Number two, that you know what. Uh, there's people who came up with different perspectives, like, uh, you know what, even though everything goes against me, the arrows go on my left and my right, nothing's going to affect me. No, there's some great Christians who love the Lord that got COVID and went to be with the Lord. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're not, we're, we're just because we're believers, we're not um, immune to, to, to getting sick, immune from having hard times. But every decision that God's that God's allow in our life and everything the trial that God allows in our life it is uh, it has to go through his filter of his love his mercy his grace his kindness his plan for our life his wisdom and so that's something I, I two things I learned I also learned to not fall for the division and becoming known as a Christian political Christian good for that's you something I lot of my friends who just jumped into this, you know, even if it's vaccine or Trump or Biden or this, said, you know what, this is dark times. People are scared. The majority are scared. There's there's few people on the side screaming out, you Christians and this, and there's people on the right screaming, you 
you this and you're trying to ruin our nation and you're trying to force. You know what? I, I, I could have easily jumped in that uh, arena, but I said, you know what? We need to be light and this is the time to be light and this is the time to let people know. Jesus is not, is not a political figure and Jesus loves you and regardless of who you are, he wants you to come to know him as Lord and Savior. And that's, that's where I want, you know, that's, well, you can catch more flies with honey than with uh, with vinegar and, uh, you know, salt and light. That's what this world needs more fiercely now than ever, Naz. You're right. You're right. And when you make people laugh and they come to this place, like a lot of times we're very successful with people giving their life to Christ. Now, of course, the Holy Spirit gets all the credit, but people come to an event and they start laughing. And when they're laughing, they kind of trust you. They lower their guard. It's true. And then I love, and that's when the Holy Spirit can can pierce through their hearts. We can do that ourselves. So my job as a comedian is to to make the believer laugh. But the second thing is for those who are on the fence and they're not sure, I want them to lower their guard. I want them to know, hey, I'm a Christian. I love the Lord. Look, I'm having fun. I can laugh. I can joke. I'm not going to lose my coolness because I'm a Christian. I don't have to be always constipated because I'm a Christian. I can have joy. I can laugh. But that's available to you as well. Is there a comedian, my second question to you, and I love what you just said, is there a comedian that either before you started comedy or even after you started comedy that you maybe uh, appreciated and learned a little bit from that uh, was inspiring to you along your journey? There's one comic. He's not a believer. He he committed suicide, unfortunately, a few years ago. His name is Richard Jenny. And Richard Jenny wasn't very famous, even though he should have. He did uh, a, a sitcom called Platypus Man. He did some four or five HBO special, Good Catholic Boy, and another one. But this guy was, he, he didn't have to be dirty. He he is, he was at certain points, but the man was a genius comedian. Uh, and I watched him and I just, uh, just, you know, enjoy, enjoy him. Of course, everybody enjoyed Bill Cosby before, you know, the original, the Bill Cosby, not the real one, but the, the comedian that we saw on TV. Yeah, Bill Cosby 1.0. 1.0, exactly. I love that. That's right. Yeah, those are two people that really... Norm MacDonald, I mean, we said that he, you know, he passed away, but he he was very funny. I mean, he couldn't learn to copy him because he had his own style, but, you know, very few. I try not to watch a lot of comedians because what happened is you want to stay original and you don't want to be in like... Yeah. Well, and you hit the nail right on the head. We'll get to the listener event here again in just a minute. But the test, in my mind, of a true comedic genius, and, and some geniuses, unfortunately, did go down that road. But if you can do a comedy routine without all the swearing and the profanity, and you're having people just side-splitting, bending over backwards laughing, you have got a good act. You're right, because you know what they always say, you know, you pull your pants down, people will laugh, but you keep them down and they'll call the cops for you. And that's the same thing with comedy. Some, there's a lot, like now when you go TikTok and Instagram, there's so many people now use the label comedian and their comedy is about shock. And unfortunately, the envelope was pushed so, so far that we don't know where the, where the envelope is right now. So people don't even, so that shock value is gone. 
especially with kids watching TikTok every day, you know, all day long. There's no shock value anymore. So you have to really, to be a good comedian, you have to sit down and, and write and, 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 and think what would be funny to people now that can get to the general public without being vulgar. You know, you don't know what, when, you know, laughter, um, there's a study by Johns Hopkins University and uh, hospital, and they talk about the, the the importance of laughter, how it's good for your immune system. It's like a workout. Mm-hmm. It just releases hormones that are good for you, and, and and it's just amazing. But when you when you're a Christian and you go to a comedy club or you watch it on Netflix somewhere, and most of these, the laugh you get is not going to benefit you because. You, you, there's something inside of you going, this is wrong, I don't agree with this, this is, I shouldn't be laughing at this. And it just, it takes away mm-hmm. from you enjoying going to get a massage and every once in a while someone pokes you with a, with a little fork or something. Like, ow, you know, you, you're not going to get the benefit of the massage. Where if you're a Christian and you go and, and listen, there's a great Christian comedians out there. I'm not, I'm not trying to push my own career, but, but, you know, you listen to a comedian who agrees with you, you know, spiritually and morally, you're going to enjoy it. You're going to laugh. You're going to lower your guard and feel, okay, this is good. I can, I can relax. I can trust that comedian to make me laugh. And it takes work. It takes work. You can't just, you know, come up with a joke to shock people and make them laugh. Well, you know, you've been doing it for over 25 years. I think you kind of know what you're doing. And that's why we're inviting you to the Pastor's Appreciation Dinner, the listener event, Skyline Church, October 14th. And listeners, if you want to come see Nazareth and be a part of this amazing event, we want you there. If you're a pastor and a ministry leader, you're going to be at the Pastor Appreciation Dinner, and then the listener is going to be joining you a little bit later. You have to register, pre-register at kprz.com, 4 p.m. for the Pastor's Appreciation Dinner, 6 p.m. for the listener event. Naz is going to be there just cracking everybody up. So, Nazareth, we are tremendously excited to have you there. Thank you, guys. Thank you for what you guys do every day, every single day. You're trying to lift people's spirit, to encourage them, to entertain them, and to inform them. I mean, that's a lot of work. People don't understand. To come up with content every day is is a lot of work. So thank you guys for what you do. I want to encourage people, come, and if you know someone that, you know, maybe going through a hard time, lost a loved one, going through chemo, invite them to the show. You just, it's, you know... You owe it to them to just say, "Hey, I'm I'm going to laugh. Come laugh with me." Yeah, and you never and you never know. They might not even be a follower of Christ. They go, they laugh, like you were and I were saying earlier. They they lower their guard and they have some type of a spiritual moment along the journey. You got it, and that's that's what it's all about. And let's also plug your nightly show. Again, it's live with Naz, and that's on the comedian Nazareth Facebook page. What time is that again? 8.30 p.m. Pacific time for an hour. We will laugh for 53 minutes. Then we'll ask you, hey, if you have any prayer, you want us to pray for something or someone, let us know. And you'll be surprised how you become a family member within a few days. Everybody would know who you are. We'll start asking about your you know, loved ones that you ask for prayer. And you will laugh. And, that's, and then at the end, I, I encourage you for a minute or two. So it's, it's a great, it's a double whammy and you love it. Every it, weeknight, 8 p.m. Tonight, 
yeah, will be show number 349. So by the time this airs or whenever, that would be. Well, you know, I hope people check it out nightly. And if they want to learn more about you, they can go to NazarethUSA.com. Nazareth, my friend, this won't be the last time, but thanks for taking some time. I'm excited to see you back here in San Diego. I got to stop by and say hi. You got it. I'm looking forward to see you again in person. God bless you, Noah. Thank you guys so much. God bless you, Nazareth. Noah here on Across the County, NazarethUSA.com. And do not forget to come to the amazing Cape Praise Pastor Appreciation Dinner and Listener event. It's October 14th. Pre-register, KPRZ.com.